It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Hall Tasty Tuesday. Uh, thank you for the ride this morning. Our first carpool. Yeah. To work. To work, yeah. Went to go turn on the old forerunner today. Turned the key and got nothing but clicks. Mm, yeah. So, gotta somehow get that into the shop. <laughs> yeah. I read a text about half hour after I received it from Remy saying, car's not working. You got to come pick me up. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and by the time I got there, he was just sitting on his front stoop yep. like a kid waiting on a school bus. That's me. Just out there at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What's up? But thank you for the ride. I appreciate it. You got to take me home too. So Right. So if we're not done yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. How was your day yesterday? What would you get done? Smuggy. It was fine because like... I just did things inside all day, but I know that it's gonna it's gonna be this way for all week long. Like yeah. by Friday, I'm gonna be stir crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you could see the heat yesterday. Yeah. You go out there, and we went up to the top of the hill in Columbia yesterday, and you look off into the distance, and it looks like we have mountain ranges. It's just the trees. There were just it was <laughs> so hazy, like yeah. I couldn't even see the houses down the block. It's just like so moist in the air. It's crazy. That was only day one of you know this entire week. It's gonna be like that. So uh, if you've got plans outside, move them inside. Even the kids are like, no recess this week. We're we're gonna be inside recess for sure. Uh, we've got Jingle Fest four packs up for grabs this week with the big three. We'll we will do that at eight o'clock this morning. So be here for that. Your chance to win those Jingle Fest tickets. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Winona Judd and Blake Shelton are welcoming Gwen Stefani back into the world of country for something super. So Blake and Gwen have teamed up to do a cover of the Judd's song, Love is Alive. That's going to be on this like star-studded compilation album. It's called A Tribute to the Judd's. So you can imagine exactly what it is. It's got all kinds of country artists on it like Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, Lainey Wilson, Ashley McBride, Leanne Rimes, Carly Pierce, Trisha Yearwood, Cody Johnson, and Jelly Roll. And it's a lot like what Brooks and Dunn did four or five years ago with their reboot album where they just got all the newer country artists to sing their older songs and really revamp them up. And Gwen Stefani actually, she kind of seems like a random choice because it's Gwen Stefani. I know she's got that tie with Blake Shelton, but you can tell how honored she is to be a part of it all. Blake and I are doing it together, so it's pretty exciting. It's the first time Blake's ever going to sing harmony on a lead that I'm doing. Whenever you do a cover, you always feel like there's no way to compete with the original. There, I mean, there is absolutely no way, and it's such an honor. So if you remember, the Judd's Love is Alive sounds like this. And then Blake and Gwen's Love and Alive sounds like this. Oh, love is alive. And really taking the lead on the song and Blake is really just doing her harmony. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean, like she said, you can't compete with the original. No. Right. Winona said to have all these artists, a lot of which are my friends, come together and lend their voices to this artistry and reimagine our old songs is so special because the songs are timeless and I'm excited for them to live on with generations to come. So this is Blake and Gwen's 
fifth duet together. Um, I feel like she's not leaving country music anytime soon. Oh, she's no. going to keep making these little cameos and things. Remy and Casey. What is the weirdest thing on your school supply list this year? 314-699-4766. That is our text line. We were talking to a friend yesterday who said that their kid had to bring potting soil and playing cards as a part of their school supplies this year. That is kind of funny. <laughs> and I get it. I understand that these are like probably sections that they'll be doing. Right. It's probably a science growing some plants yeah. or it's probably a math thing. Sure. Yeah, I... I understand that, but I just feel like there's probably some weird requests on school supply lists, as there always are. Uh, Emerson and Leo had 40 glue sticks in between them. 40. They each took four or 20 glue 20, sticks? 20, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Oh my gosh. What are these kids gluing? I know it's not like a super weird school like like item to have. Does each kid like, okay, Emerson brings the glue sticks, so-and-so brings the... Crayons. No. Oh my God. Every single student had. That's like 200 glue sticks. <laughs> yeah. So many glue sticks. Uh, but there are there are some of the school supplies that are provided for the entire class. So like we had to bring Kleenex and wet wipes and Ziploc bags and things like that. And those are for like the community as a whole. But I don't know. Do you go through 20? I guess you might go I through know, 20. I know. I got to know about these glue sticks. You might go through that many in a year. Because I would guess Emerson's got about 20 kids in her class. Yeah, like 20, That's 25. 2000. I don't know the math on this. <laughs> I can't do the math. That is 2 million glue sticks. I was sticks. like, that's 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of glue anyway, sticks to be eaten. it's just a lot. Yeah, it is It is a lot. Uh, and also, uh, number two pencils, I think we had like 40 each. Like each that's kid understandable. Yeah. They're snapping those left and right. I don't know that I had anything crazy or notable on my school supply lists growing up, but I do specifically remember being in the store with my mom and her checking off the list, just getting frazzled and saying, I don't know where they expect us to find these things. Purple <laughs> folders with the three clips with the things and up. Yeah. So it seemed stressful to her. There's always that embarrassing moment when you were a child or when you were a kid in elementary school and you get to school and you've got you think you have all the school supplies or the correct mm -hmm. school supplies, but you have the wrong spiral notebook or the wrong folder. Right. You know what I mean? And everybody else has the right thing. You're like, man, mom, dang it. Get the memo. Yeah. So yeah, well, I know that those school supplies, like the glue sticks and the pencils, aren't necessarily weird. The quantity feels a little weird to me. I get it again. I understand that we're like providing for the entire year or whatever, but... Yeah, and glue sticks, I mean, look, we're not breaking the bank here, but I do... I am curious. Yeah. I want to know what the weirdest thing on your school's playlist this year was. People and uh, kids in Illinois were last week. Kids in Missouri are this week. So you've probably got this fresh on the mind. Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. 314-699-4766. Getting some funny texts as I was kind of complaining about how many glue sticks. <laughs> and it's 400, by the way. The whole class is 400? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's just, it, I get it. I understand you don't want to have them rebuy them. Totally get that. But it's just jarring to see so many glue sticks in one of those like gallon Ziploc bags. Uh, Angie sent this hilarious meme of 
and parents wonder why teachers ask for six glue sticks, and that's just six. But there is a pair of scissors shoved down in the middle of the glue stick. Like the kid was just messing around with it. Oh uh, Courtney on the text line says that uh, kids will eat them too. And I, you know, I. Just, we kind of figured that, you know, it's glue, right? I guess, but I mean, it's a lot. From the 618, our third grader was given the option to sit on a regular chair or a yoga ball. All we could imagine is 30 kids anxiously bouncing in class while the teacher is trying to teach. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I that that whole thing was disproven. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not actually good for your posture or for and maybe, maybe just to. Like, just imagine. A, a bunch, fidget type of. Bunch of kids like bouncing. Just, just not, not. Not right. high, just subtly kind of bouncing. Well, I can't because I'm imagining a room of third graders bouncing all over the room. <laughs> So we're we're gonna we're gonna throw these at each other now. Uh, also, from the three one four one year, uh, we had to provide a pack of nuts and bolts. Obviously, they were doing some sort of building section, but tracking down the exact size was a pain. Yeah, I believe that's an that. extra stop too. I mean, yeah. they don't sell they don't sell specialty nuts and bolts at Target, right? Where you can just pick up all your school supplies. Uh, let us know on the text line what's the weirdest thing on your school supply list this year. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Uh, Cardinals got slaughtered last night. Anthony style. Cardinals lost 11 to 1 by the Pirates in Pittsburgh. The Pirates basically have the same record as the Cardinals, so not good. Uh, even though this year has been rough, I still feel like we have a better team than the Pirates. <laughs> Anthony style. <laughs> slaughtered Anthony style. I'm keeping that forever. That really took a minute to sink in with yeah, me. There it is. Go on. Little meteorologist shout out for your morning. Uh, thanks to Andrew Kisner for the home run, preventing the shutout. Let's go. Let's go, kids. Come on, kid. They'll play again tonight. First pitch at 6.05. Remember the Spain soccer president kiss story we talked about yesterday? Yeah, he kissed a player. On the lips. Well, he apologized. Uh, this happened yesterday. Or this happened over the weekend when Spain's women's uh, soccer team won the World Cup after a fit of joy overwhelmed this man. Mm -hmm. He grabbed one of the soccer players by the head, pulled her in, kissed her right smack on the lips. He's sharing his regret over the kiss incident. He said, I made a mistake for sure. I have to accept it in a moment of such emotion. Without any bad intention or bad faith, what happened happened in a very spontaneous way. I have to learn from this and understand that a president of an institution as important as the Federation above all ceremonies and that kind of thing should be more careful. There you go. I, do, I feel kind of bad for him feeling like he has to apologize because I think we came to the conclusion that this is like a cultural thing. Like to them, it was no bigs. But for the rest of the world, it was like we all went cross-eyed over it. I would feel a little odd having to apologize to the world for making them feel uncomfortable with our culture. I don't know. I think I think it still might not be as, as odd. I, I think it might like still be weirder than Spain, you think. You think people in Spain were also like, whoa, wait a second. I think so. But I think the biggest issue would have been if she had a problem with it. And she right. came out afterwards and said, she was like, it's I get chill. it. I understand. The president of the soccer organization of the world just kissed me. Yeah. I'm not mad. I apologize. It's it's fine. Uh, no baseball was played at Dodger Stadium on Sunday due to Hurricane Hillary. I don't know if you've seen any of these photos, but it's like 
There's feet of water around Dodger Stadium, yeah. but no water inside Dodger Stadium. It's like this little, it's like this little baseball island, which is kind of cool. But uh, they're on the road for the next couple days, so they don't have to worry about it. But hopefully, it all drains. And uh, they get to play some baseball back there at Dodger Stadium. And it's a historical field, so we want to make sure that it's it's okay. Preserved. Yeah, preserved. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. It's a Cyrus family feud. Remember like a year ago? It was about a year ago that Billy Ray Cyrus and Tish Cyrus announced they were getting divorced after like 30 years. Yes. So Tish got remarried this past weekend and it all came a lot quicker than I think anybody was expecting. To somebody that we know. He is, uh, what is his name? Dominic, Dominic someone. He plays, Oh, he's the producer. He's the manager. No, stop. Stop talking. (laughs) Stop. Let me do this story and I'll get to it. It'll Venture come to me. capitalist. Shut up. <laughs> so this all happened a lot quicker than I expected because, you know, they just got divorced a year ago. But I should also mention that Billy Ray Cyrus has been engaged to someone new. They got engaged like right after divorce announcement. Yeah. So Dish, Dish, <laughs> Tish married Dominic Purcell. He plays Lincoln in Prison Break. Ah, uh, the actor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's his biggest role. But the kicker of it all is that with the separation of Billy Ray and Tish is the separation of the kids. Their five adult children are now completely split. Who has Miley sided with? Mm -hmm. At Tish's wedding over the weekend, we have the three oldest siblings, Brandy, Trace, and Miley Cyrus. Wow. As they're posting photos, and uh, I think Miley was like maid of honor in the wedding. Uh And meanwhile, over the weekend, younger kids, Brazen and Noah Cyrus, were nowhere to be found. Instead, they were posting photos of themselves wearing... Billy Ray Cyrus t-shirts. This is so weird. As to say, team dad, we're not going to mom's wedding. We got t-shirts made. So That's then, how passionate we are <laughs> about hating I, our mother. I don't know that they got them made, <laughs> but you know. But meanwhile, Trace and the other kids that were at mom's wedding are posting throwback photos of when they were little. Trace and Brandy and Miley and mom, Tish. Uh-huh not including the other siblings or dad, as if to clearly say, okay, that's fine. You're team dad, we're team mom, and we're here. The drama. The drama. That's the Cyrus family, though, right? It's the Cyrus family way. So, yeah. Of course, none of us know the turmoil that comes behind closed doors for a family, but I do know that some of it definitely stems from Billy Ray Cyrus's quick engagement right after getting divorced from Tish, this engagement being to a woman who is the same age as middle child Miley Cyrus. You know, when you when you find your soulmate, it doesn't <laughs> matter how old they are, I guess. Don't don't question it. Just I'm embrace pretty sure it. her name is like uh, Rose Thorn or like Thornbud or Thornbud. Spark, Sparks Rose or look her look her name up. Thornbud. Nope. It's it, it throws you for a second. <laughs> and next thing up. you know, the kids are not cool with it because they're like, whoa, you're just gonna you're just gonna marry a girl that was literally on the Hannah Montana set. Her name is Fire Rose. Fire Rose, Fire thank Rose. you. The drama.
there's nothing else really going on in the news today, so I figured we'd <laughs> talk about that. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, you've heard of sleep apnea, correct? Oh, yeah. I had an ex-boyfriend with it. Yeah. Sorry. I had to go. I went and uh, had a sleep study done. I don't know, maybe 12 years ago or something like that. Just felt like I wasn't getting a good night's sleep ever. Turns out it's just morning show hours. Yeah, uh, it turns out it's your job. They, they clocked me in at four times an hour not breathing. And that wasn't enough for a health insurance to pay for a mask or whatever. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh, you want one? You want a CPAP? <laughs> no, I don't. But I would like to sleep better. Um, regardless, that's not what we're talking about. Sleep apnea is one thing, but there's another thing called screen apnea. Have you ever heard of this? No. So it's essentially the same thing. It's like when we're scrolling on our phones in TikTok we or Instagram and we will stop breathing as we're watching whatever because we're like our brains are being stimulated. I believe this 100%. So you don't stop breathing altogether, but you might sometimes be holding your breath without realizing it. There was a Microsoft exec named Linda Stone. She said she started doing this in 2007. She did a little study. She tracked 200 other people's breathing while they checked their email and found that 80% sometimes held their breath or altered their breathing while reading email. So I was just going to say this. I think that this might happen a lot during our day, especially when you're really focused in on something. Like when I'm really writing some stuff out for like radio stuff, I find like if I'm writing paragraphs, I got to take a minute and just like, yeah, and step back from it. Yeah. Because I think when you do focus in on something and then lose yourself in it, you'll just stop breathing. So the science behind it is that it's part of our body's stress response to any sort of stimuli. So our nervous system kicks into gear just in case there's a threat. And then our body responds by slowing our breathing to help us focus. Uh, they uh, give an example of cats do this before they're about ready to pounce. They slow everything down mm -hmm. and then bah, get that mouse, you know? Uh, in other words, we're constantly overstimulated. And when that happens, we tend to get jumpy. So when it happens too much, it sends our body into, quote, a chronic state of threat that leaves us feeling exhausted and drained every single day. So our body doesn't realize that we're not being threatened. Our body doesn't know what a computer is or any of that. So we're not necessarily built to take in all the information that we're taking in all day long. Long story short, when you're scrolling or typing or emailing or at work today or whatever it is you do on that computer, yeah. remember to take a step back and have a deep breath every once in a while. Listen to your Apple Watch. Listen to your Apple Watch. <laughs> Just breathe. Or whatever it tells you to do. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> it is time to stand up. Remy and Casey. If you've seen the uh, Johnny Depp Heard, what is it? Depp versus Depp Heard. Depp versus Heard. Depp versus Heard docuseries on Netflix. Let us know your thoughts on the text line. 314-699-4766. Both Casey and I separately watched the docuseries. And I was kind of, I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch this because I kind of watched the trial. It was all on TV, so. Yeah, it's basically just a quick overview. It's only three episodes long, right? Yeah. It, a quick overview of the Depp versus Heard trials that happened earlier this year when Amber Heard, you know, she made accusations about Johnny Depp, her ex-husband being abusive and X, Y, and Z. He did the same about her. So it, living in that moment, 
it was so convoluted. Mm -hmm. There were so many headlines, so many quick videos, so many things you were seeing that you didn't know who to believe. Yeah, it was, uh, I will say, we didn't start really following it until probably halfway to three quarters of the way through. And I think most people didn't really find it super entertaining until then anyway but you know you all of the uh all of the little things that amber said and all the crying without tears and all it all the, gets brought out yeah. in this documentary so you kind of have a better grip on it i will say that i missed a lot of things like they highlighted a lot of things in this docuseries that i didn't know happened like some video that had right. surfaced and all of that stuff but the entire time i just feel like johnny depp is getting the the hero spotlight here totally a couple takeaways I had. Okay. One, whoever Amber Heard's hairstylist was for these trials should be sent to jail. Because I think a huge portion of this is that she was... I couldn't focus on what she was saying because of how terrible her hair looked. I was like, you're one of the <laughs> richest girls in Hollywood right now. You are married to Johnny Depp. Not anymore. D- put your hair in a ponytail. Get it out of your face so I can listen to what you're saying. That's hilarious that you're saying that right now. Because did you think of that too? Go again. Okay, my other takeaway is that Johnny Depp <laughs> should also move to Kirkwood for a couple of years because I think some fresh yeah. air and just walks with his dogs in the morning, I think it would do him good. He's got to come down to base camp. You know He's also mean? 60. Yeah, it's a base camp. Right. Kirkwood is now Kirkwood base, base camp. Base camp. Yeah. Him and Britney Spears, Britney Spears camping Spears, out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to throw this out there. Can you say something? Say something nice about Amber Heard. Is it a challenge? Yeah, it's a challenge. Say something nice about Amber Heard. I feel like a parent right now. She was gorgeous when she met Johnny Depp. (laughs) Jesus. Um, I think the mental turmoil, I think you can see it now. Okay. I think she, when she like, when they're telling the stories about how they met, I think she was just like the most gorgeous thing ever. All right, ask me. Say a nice thing about Amber Heard. (laughs) Can you do it? I can. I wrote this down. I loved all of Amber's hairstyles throughout the trial. No, you didn't. You didn't write that down. I swear to you, it's right here. Oh my God, you did not love her hair. I was so interested in the wild like braid thing that she did. And every day it was something different. I don't know. It was interesting to me. It looked like she was a zookeeper. I thought, uh, you know. Nothing and nothing against zookeepers. I want to say that right now. (laughs) I actually liked her hair. Oh my gosh, you're reminding me of the woman that saves the bees. This is another day of saving the bees. We need your thoughts. Say something nice about Amber Heard. 314-699-4766. I feel like this is something we should do more often. And not and I don't mean this to bully Amber no, Heard. No, but it's... I do think there are certain celebrities that are so polarizing that it's almost hard to say something nice. Exactly. And uh I said that I loved her hair styles throughout Which the entire is... trial. I like the braid things and the swoopiness and the all the I I, I just enjoyed it. I you know tuning in the next day you see a new new hairstyle and they're all horrific. I cannot believe you <laughs> I said don't that. Think so I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> we got some text messages. Okay. Uh, say something nice about Amber Heard from the six one eight. It was nice of her to leave the United States. 
Oh, she did. <laughs> I don't know if she's officially like. I don't know if she's now. I was thinking they she lived was in Australia lately. for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, also from the three one four. Um, I'm with Remy. Loved her hairstyles through the trials. Thank you so much. She said it's superficial. Sue me. I think she just got caught up in that Hollywood life. I think she did too. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of fame and fortune involved. And if you don't have the right mindset going in, then that kind of stuff is you bound to happen. You might owe someone $3,000 or yeah. $3 million. $3 million. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 314-699-4766. Say something nice about Amber Heard. Remy and Casey. Wind it up. Today we're playing the big three. You forgot her name. I, I'm so sorry. I really tried to. She's from St. Anne. <laughs> Nicole. Nicole from St. Anne is on the phone. I got to start writing these things down. Oh, terrible. And she wants to win these Jingle Fest tickets. Remy's playing for her today. Would you like to spin the wheel? I'm going to go ahead and spin. Mm, there it is. I need to get a new wheel. Just grease it up. Mm. Okay, because of all the drama surrounding Britney Spears' divorce this week, today we're playing Britney Spears Trivia. And something tells me Nicole might know a thing or two about Britney Spears. So she's on the other end of the line in case you need to phone a friend. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know. I actually know a lot about Britney Spears. So. I figured you would. You came up in that like perfect time frame uh-huh. to have been watching most of she was a, those a, pop culture moments. She was a crush for sure. Hit me baby one more time, you know? Well, let's get into it. Number one, what was Britney Spears' debut single? Was it Lucky, Baby One More Time, or Oops, I Did It Again? She's so lucky. She's a star, but she got... Um, what was the second one? Baby One More Time, or Oops, I Did It Again? Oh, I did it again. Man... That's tough. I'm going to go to Nicole on this one. Nicole, what do you think? Um, I think it's baby one more time. Yeah, I was going to go with that one. So I wasted it on a stupid question. I'm going to go with B, final answer, final answer. All right. These next two are all you. <laughs> Number two, in which film did Britney make her acting debut? Was it A, Crossroads, B, Turning Point, or C, Spring Breakers? <laughs> it was Crossroads. Uh, a, final answer. Oh, got it. Number three, Britney Spears made her 2001 MTV Video Music Awards performance of I'm a Slave for You iconic by featuring something that no one would forget. Was it A, the red leather suit, B, a python, or C, a kiss with Madonna? Oh, was that the kiss? I think it was a sneaker. Don't know. I think it was a sneaker snag. I think it was a snake. Slippery little, slithery little snake. Stop it. Is that your final answer? Be snake. <laughs> God, you're annoying on a Tuesday. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> Nicole and St. Anne, out of three questions, how many do you think Remy got right today? I think he got right all three. Wow. Oh my gosh. She's got all kinds of I was, faith. I was in between that and the bodysuit. I will say that. I don't. I, I remember it. Remy. Remy. Always trust the snack. All three. Her first single was Hit Me Baby One More Time. Her first film was Crossroads. Did you ever watch that? Uh, no. I think you should. 
Is that where Lucky? Is that the song? Was that where the song Lucky was featured? No, I think it's I'm not a girl. Oh, yeah. Not yet a woman? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I'm pretty sure. Either way, you need to go home and watch it. It's okay. so good. And finally, her 2001 MTV Video Music Awards performance featured that Python girl. Yeah, the best news is, Nicole, you get these Jingle Fest tickets. Let's go. Yay. Thank you. You're going to the show December 2nd. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Imagine writing a song, singing it in your backyard, and it becomes the biggest song in the country two weeks later. I always, always wanted that to happen as a kid. None of my songs were good enough, though. Obviously. You're here. <laughs> when did we talk about Oliver Anthony? That was either Friday or... I think it was Friday. So Oliver Anthony went from being an amateur singer-songwriter to having the number one song in the U.S. in less than two weeks. So you may have seen his video. It's gone absolutely viral on social media for his song, Rich Men North of Richmond. He's this redhead, um, a very normal-looking person who sings songs about growing up in Appalachia. Mm -hmm. And this song... Although it's not like on an album, he doesn't have a whole discography. He just kind of writes music that he feels like. And he made a video singing it in a yard somewhere. And it topped Billboard's Hot 100 this week and made history. That's crazy. No music label or nothing. Nothing. He became the first artist to debut at number one. His very first thing he ever put out hits number one after never appearing on the chart in any capacity as a songwriter, producer, or an artist. That's insane. That's crazy. So in the last two weeks, he's gotten 147,000 downloads, 17 million streams across things like Spotify or Apple Music, and 500,000 plays on country radio, I assume, in that like Appalachian Southeast area of the country. Yeah. So despite having all these like record label offers, this is what we talked about on Friday, how he was offered $8 million in tour buses and jets and all these things to join record labels. He still turned them all down. He's still an independent artist and says that he will plan his steps slowly as he should. I'm telling you though, he's going to take something. There's going to be some offer that he's going to take. I promise you that. I, my predictions go one of two ways. Either A, yes, he'll take something and he'll become like a Chris Stapleton songwriter where he writes a ton of music that you don't really realize was written by him or he keeps that veil up so that the fame and the craziness doesn't break in the way it has over the last two weeks. Yeah. Or he cashes out on this one song and is cool with being a one-hit wonder. I mean... I I think that could be likely. If you, if you could score yourself a couple million dollars off of one song that you wrote just randomly because you were feeling something, right? I might take that deal. See? You don't want to go touring and all that stuff and be on a bus all your life. He already told the people, he's like, I don't want to do the stadium tours. I don't merch, need all that. All that kind of stuff. I did read that for just the second time in history, three country songs occupy the top three song, uh, top three on the Billboard Hot 100, Morgan Wall and Luke Bryan and Oliver Anthony. Wow pretty cool. That is super cool. A great day for country music. Um, more about this and the video uh, is on our Facebook page at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. Scrolling on TikTok as I do and came across this video of a woman who was talking about it. Just parents 
Are your parents bedroom parents or living room parents? And this is her explanation. I asked my husband, were his parents living room parents or bedroom parents growing up? I grew up with bedroom parents. And he was like, oh yeah, my parents were living room parents. They did not really hang out in their bedroom. Like we didn't go in their room because like you respected their bedroom unless you were like invited in. Yeah. So what were your parents, Casey? Were they living room parents or bedroom parents? Interesting. What an interesting phrase. When I think of bedroom parents, I think of like uh, the Brady Bunch. You know what I mean? Like they would go up to their room and like read and hang out. And I don't know. My parents were always, my dad was always asleep on the couch in the living room. Let's be honest. Yeah. I have (laughs) living room parents. They like there was only going to bed for bedtime yeah. like they weren't watching TV in there and stuff I'm trying to think I have a few friends I remember going to friends houses growing up and, the, and their parents were bedroom parents and I always thought that was so odd yeah it's I don't know we when we moved into our house there was a large like TV mount in our master bedroom we had an extra TV that we were traveling with uh, from the move, and so we put it up in there. I can't tell you the last oh, you time use it. that TV was on, and I really don't. I don't think that a TV belongs in a bedroom per se. But uh, it was the mountain was there, so we were like, well, let's just put it up there. But I could see if you had like a TV or something in the room, how you might turn into a bedroom parent. You got your bed there. You got your entertainment. So we're the, we're the same way. We, we moved into our new house at the end of June and we set everything up. And just a few days ago, we were like, hey, we could watch this in bed right now. <laughs> we could just go lay down. Yeah. We totally forget because now we're living room people too. Yeah. I'm telling you though, if, if we became bedroom parents and watched TV and did all the things like eating in bed and all that. I would just pass out. I, I think, would pass out. I think this will happen with age. Either one of two things. You will become bedroom parents or your two kids will become bedroom kids. Okay. Once, That's like, different, yeah. Once Emerson starts getting a little bit older, she's not going to want to hang out with you and her little brother. I'm don't, sorry. Don't all kids turn into bedroom kids, though? Uh, th- yes. <laughs> in their teenage unless years. Unless <laughs> you're in your bedroom, then they get the living room. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, let us know on the text line. This is an interesting uh, an interesting question. Were your parents bedroom parents or living room parents? I also had a man cave dad. There you go. I always felt weird about walking into my parents' room, even if they weren't in there. It's just like a, it's like going into a female's purse. It's just, it's just weird. What? It's Remy and Casey's hometown heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Michael Kelly, nominated by Carrie Kelly. Michael is a paramedic for a private ambulance service and a firefighter on two departments. He's always going the extra mile to care for his patients and to help the employees on the bad calls and the busy moments. He is also on city council and strives to make the community better at every chance he gets. I would say so. That's quite a resume. Michael, thank you for everything that you do. It's 92.3 WIL. Here's your request song. It's Garth Brooks. Remy and Casey just want to tell you to stay as cool as you possibly can out there this week. It's, I mean, that's the, that's the headline. That's what everybody's talking about. Again, you can still you can still kind of see the haze in the air if you look off into the distance. It's like it did feel like the sun didn't rise until like eight a.m. because yeah. it was just so foggy and hazy out there. And I think today is going to be a lot worse than yesterday because the sun really wasn't out too much yesterday. Yeah. Well, the sun is kind of peeking through today. It's going to be a warm one, that's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, if you have to be outside, 
hydration, uh, take breaks, all the things, you know, uh, stay, uh, you know, have the Gatorade next to you or whatever, stay hydrated and uh, maybe carry a box fan wherever you go, you know? If that's what you got to do, <laughs> I guess. On your shoulder, like one of those old school boom boxes, just have that right next to your face the entire day. The you know those fans stay. that people put around their necks and it looks like they're wearing a, hair, a pair of headphones yes. just on their necks? Yes, get one of those. There's going to be lots of moms in Walmart with those on today. <laughs> yeah, in Walmart. I need to cool off in Walmart because it's so hot outside. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on TikTok at 92.3 WIL.